back. Baby. This is all I was going. Seven one six, stand up. Make on the beat. To paint them pretty ass lips For them trap boys out doubling up on bricks For positions like myself that was blessed with a glitch Rapping the pack and see what it is Swerving the traffic like I lost control of the whip Built the competition like I ran over these bricks Double lines mean nothing when you're hugging the bridge Red light, green light, headlight, beat bright, bright Superstar life make these lanes ain't right, right Fabulous flow make the girls sing nice So rock cups full to the party break light dresses okay okay all right uh guru how you feeling 
I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good, man. Glad to be here. Glad to see all the, the particulars in here. We got a lot of things happening in the sports world, basketball, a little football. I'm a little bit, you know, I, I mean, I, I can't really get into the football and the minutiae yet, but man, some some great, some uh, interesting uh, machinations. And then also you got the Olympics, man. Can't, you can't take that for granted. That's a beautiful thing too. These people have worked their whole lives to, to get to this point. So I'm just enjoying everything. I'm, I'm breathing the air, and I'm just, just happy to be here, my brother. Okay, okay. Chocolate girl. What up, what up? How's everything? What up, what up? Everything's great. It's all good in the neighborhood. All right. All right. That's really good. Ron, how you feeling out there, Ron? I feel good, man. I feel very good today. That's, that's good to hear. That's definitely good to hear. All right, with, with, I mean, with that being said, y'all know as we as we start, we got our trash-ass players and our certified players. Um, Ron, you got your trash-ass player? Oh, yeah, it's your basketball team, GM. Oh, yeah? <laughs> the seven sisters. All right. All right because right. they want four number one, first-round pick, and a flop, and a young player for Simmons. Simmons not even worth all that. He worth a bag of Doritos and a Coca Cola. Not even the drink, just the bag of Doritos. <laughs> what flavor? It, it it don't matter. I'm with that. I'm with that. Okay, uh, Sharon, you got any Sharon? Fresh ass players, yeah. I have one. Um, all the people criticizing Simone Biles for uh, pulling out some of her individual and the team competition uh, because they have no idea what twisties are. I know people who are gymnasts. It's a real thing. It's not a mental health issue, really. It's not a mental health, like there's something off mentally. That's not what it is. It's a timing thing. And it can be impacted by any by a multitude of things. It's, it's not necessarily uh, evidenced by, it's, it's not the result of her having a weak character or she's not strong enough or she's not, you know, tough enough, it, it has nothing to do with that, yet people are blasting her. This woman is a champion. She's the greatest gymnast ever. And I just I just feel like anybody that doesn't understand that and who's ready to, who's chomping at the bit just to put her down, need to shut the hell up, and they're trash. That's it. What you guys are? Uh, my trash ass player is injuries. I'm taking it to a different level. My team, I'm telling you, man, this one, it looks like things are going well. Things are falling apart, and that's good news for your Phillies. Man, I think half the Mets team is, is injured now. We just traded for Baez, our big acquisition. He hurt. The Grom is out, the best pitcher in baseball to September. He just tweeted. And he's pissed in the midst of his best season. And that's saying a lot that this is his best season with an ERA under one. 
And it's just frustrating, like, you know, that, you know, I mean, a lot of teams get them, but it just seemed like, uh, and it could just be because it's my team. I look at it, I look at it harder, but we just got so many players. We have no pitching. We traded for Rich Hill, who's 41. We just picked off a pitcher off of waivers from Tampa Bay. I don't know much about him, but we can't even, we be having these lately to be announced when they're setting the series lineups and, and if we've been in first place from day one, we have 57 games left. If we blow that division because of we're hurt and not performance, then, like I said, man, that is, there's nothing we can do about that, but I, it just sucks. I don't know if it's – I don't know what, what it is, why certain teams just get that bug more than other teams. And you got teams that cheat and win championships and be injury-free and, you know – I just I can't stand injuries in sports. It's just you know it's, it's part of life, but it don't mean I gotta like it. So f off injuries. Let these guys play and earn their money, and let the real winners win. You know the Bucks. The Bucks made it through the final. I mean, give them their credit. But even Guru said, I, I mean, I picked them, but they but they injuries. They they had some injuries that they didn't have to face. So. Yeah, man. F injuries, bro. Oh, okay. Okay. I will uh happen to a lot of my teams, but it's just part of the game to me. Uh Guru. Uh, you know, it's a lot of a lot of candidates, but right now off the top of my head, I'm I'm gonna go with NBC. Um, you know. I think I know this one. I I just can't really fathom the fact that NBC cool. is not showing certain games on their regular network to show them on what they call, I think the Peacock network. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm an older guy. So, you know, you guys laugh at me with the streaming and all that kind of stuff. Now that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning each day. You know, I got my little fire stick and all this other kind of stuff recently. So, but you know, when I got to go out of my way to find your, your games, I'm just not going to watch your games. I'm just going to, you know, flip through to, to the next channel. And that's really what's been happening sometimes on, on some of these great events. And, and I don't, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, people not getting into the Olympics and people not supporting people being called unpatriotic. Well, does that apply to big business? You know, all NBC is trying to do is promote their station. And I get that. ESPN does the same thing. ABC does the same thing. Everyone, uh, we try to promote this show. So we're no better in that regard. But when you're talking about something that's so global and it only happens every four years, don't you have a responsibility to the public to let them see? Now, if you want to, you know, throw a, a, a um, you know, entree or something out there and say, okay, you, you got to go to uh, the Peacock Network for, you know, one of these games or something like that. But for the most part, you know, the, none of the, uh, well, not NBA, was, none of the Olympic basketball games have been really live. You know, you had to really go to their station and there was games that you had to watch on replay. And I think that there's something, you know, I, I'm, I, I stay up late a lot. So I think sometimes when you got to watch the game, um, the results after the fact, whether you know it or not, it, you know, it, it, it takes a little something away from it. So if, you know, I, I get it, it's a, a long, you know, uh, you know um, time difference, but the bottom line is, you know, the way that NBC has done it, man, they've really, 
they've really manipulated this thing to the point where, you know, they've taken a lot of the fun out of it. And I, I got to say, you know, for, for, for my money's worth, NBC is the trash ass player. Well, um, I'm not taking up for them, but it looks like the move is now they want you to pay for the apps instead of paying the cable bill nowadays. So that's that, true. And that's the, that's looking like that's going to be the new move. Now, uh, what you're saying with the fire stick, you know, I watched the show. I watched the game last night. Mizar, um, a couple other fellas who got the, the streaming service. We watched it last night, you know, um, on the streaming service, and it was it was pretty good. Um, but I understand the NBC. They used to they did used to show the games. I understand what you're saying, no guru. Cause they, I don't know what they did. I guess they want everybody to just go pay that money. But um, my first trash ass player is Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis is the only player I've ever seen get lowballed in the NBA free agency in my life. Uh, that, that's just this is just my that, with this new money that they throw. I mean, throwing money like you want a little extra, here you go. And he signed for two years for nine million dollars. With the performance that he put on in this playoffs, he should have got a bigger payday than that. He should have got a three year, thirty something million dollar payday. That's how I feel in my eyes. But you know, he wanted to stay in Milwaukee, and I feel as though he got lowballed. So that's my thoughts on Bobby Portis. That's my first trash ass player. Ryan, you got another trash ass player? No, I want to add to that. Is he a superstar? No, he ain't no superstar. No, we're no near. he he off the sideline, right? Yeah, but he pretty good off the sideline. Blame it. So how much you would pay somebody on the sideline? Well, shit. What you call, what was the boy got paid? Uh, thirty-seven million. Uh, to, was it th tht? I can't remember. Oh, for the Lakers, play for the Lakers. Play yeah, for the he Lakers. got a three-year, like thirty-two or three something. Three-year, like thirty-two million dollar deal. Mm. I have a funny feeling he's going to play a lot this season. I think a lot of those guys are going to get hurt. He's going to see see some minutes. That's a lot of them is old, so I mean, You're right, very. That's on that. Now, anybody else got any more trash ass players? Mm-mm. No trash. Oh, right, trying to keep it positive, baby. I do, but I don't want to say it. Yeah, we trying to keep it positive tonight. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell the rest of my trash because it's trash time. Uh, let me give the 76ers some trash-ass player news for signing Andre Drummond. I thought that was a dumbass signing. They could have went and got Robin Lopez. You know, Andre Drummond and B don't even get along. And B then wrote a whole Twitter tweet about how he, he owns real estate in Andre Drummond's head. Like, right. why would you go sign him? Why not sign Robin Lopez? And to my last trash-ass player, as to all those Eagle fans who believe that Carson Wentz was going to stay heavy, healthy for 75% of the season, you have lost your damn mind if you thought Carson Wentz was going to be healthy for 75% <laughs> of the season. I don't even know what the hell you was thinking. Now, that's to all of you Eagle fans out there that believe that BS and mad that we ain't get the first-round pick. You knew we wasn't getting that pick anyway when they made that stipulation. They knew what they was doing. You ain't hear that stipulation with no other players. He got to play 75% of the season. The hell? <laughs> and they were smart. And they were smart. For, uh, they were smart. Because they knew he wasn't going to make it. Right. Can I, can I read a couple of these comments? Yes, you can. <laughs> Send me the show. Uh, Blaze, uh, Thunder Gabbard, you know, Blaze. Shout out to Blaze Thunder. I said, damn, Lakers probably about to bring sports guru in for a role pretty soon. 
<laughs> no, no, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna do that. They, they ain't gonna do that, Blaze. But I, I'd love to take some of that money. I, I got my own, but damn. Yeah, I take more it too. Money than I, than I've ever dreamed of, brother. And Blaze uh, also said, "Trash ass player, of the Nationals. That was a weak move to trade Turner and Schwarzer to the Dodgers." Yes, but we Ooh. certainly did benefit. Ooh. I loved it. Hey, I don't know what they were thinking, but I, hey. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> I, no I couldn't believe it. I actually thought, uh, Zara, I actually thought that I was like dreaming when I saw the post. And I said, wait a minute, hold it. This can't be true. <laughs> and, and they didn't give up their best prospect, Gavin Lux, either. Oh, my, me and my boy was like, oh, they definitely giving him up. He wasn't even part of the deal. He was crazy. That was a crazy move, but we benefit, so I'm good. That's that's it on the uh, on the. Uh, I just wanted to say those because that was relevant to what we were talking about. Uh, um, let's go with our certified players. My my certified player is the NBA showed this man so much love, and he passed away in on uh, April. Terrence Clark. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They drafted him and everything. Had his family come up to the draft. Right. That was nice. To me, mm -hmm. that, that, was nice. that was nice. That was very nice to draft mm -hmm. this, this man. And he was in a bad car accident. And he died from it. So, big up to uh, the NBA for doing that. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's on my say? list. Um, the WNBA is on my list because, um, I don't know if y'all know, but it's 25 years, 25th uh, season for the WNBA was started in 1997. And, uh, so all year, um, they're doing the W25, which is, you know, celebrating the WNBA's 25 years and they're, they're launching a vote, a first ever vote for the GOAT program in the WNBA and uh, what they're gonna do on Sunday, September the 5th, they're gonna actually start the voting. And on Tuesday, October 12th is when the GOAT will be announced, mm -hmm. whoever we all vote for. Diana and so um, I think this is great for the WNBA to do it. The hashtag is gonna be Hashtag WNBA GOAT vote. And I think it's great that they're doing this. This is a type of thing that I've been saying for years that they need to do to, to uh, increase engagement with the WNBA. Now, if they can get their streaming right, because people are complaining about the games that they're able to see and how they're able to see them this season. For some reason, this, their streaming is not going very well this season. But People are still watching. Um, viewership is up like 30-some percent. It's, it's, just, it's just crazy this year. So there's been a huge explosion, which is good. So I just think this is a smart move to do this. Not saying that this is going to all of a sudden make it the most watched sport on the planet, but it's going in the right direction, which is what's needed. So shout out to the WNBA. Um especially um, Kathy Engelbert, who's the uh, commissioner. Okay, okay, okay. What's up, June? 
Great show you put on earlier. Uh, what you got over there, Zar? Yeah, well, I mean, we, we, I don't know we're going to get into it or whatever, so I won't try to go too crazy with it because, you know, it might be a segment. But you already know. I got to give it up for my Chicago Bulls, man. I'm a Bulls fan. I'm a Jordan fan, but I'm a Bulls fan. When Jordan left, half of Chicago fans left. I'm a Bulls fan first. And I've had to since 1998. I mean, with, with little Derrick Rose, you know, 20, 20, 2008, you know, 2011, you know, we had a little bit, whatever. But, man, I've endured some terrible seasons, some terrible decisions, scared to make moves. I mean, John Paxson, one of the worst. He has to be one of the worst general managers this sport has ever seen. Uh, his claim to fame is obviously drafting Derrick Rose number one, but we have the number one pick, and you can't screw that up. But we we brought in Mark Eversley from Philly. He was in Toronto. We brought in, I always miss his name up, our executive vice president from the Nuggets who built the Nuggets team that's currently assembled with Jamal Murray, Joker, Michael Porter Jr., um, Karnosovic, if I'm saying it right. And, and then obviously we brought in a new coach. They hired Donovan. So like we started from scratch. We cleaned house last year and we showed what we were going to do when we surprised the world when we got Vucevic at the deadline, you know, last year. No one saw that coming. We weren't even in the mix for him. So now we get to, you know, the Lakers still the shine. No problem. It's the Lakers. They're going to still the shine. That's just how the game goes. So everyone, you know, there was even talks of like, you know, Lonzo Ball might go there or, you know, I'll kind of, you know, we, we joked about it, you know, Lakers interested in everyone, you know, so no knock. But now my team came in and stole some shine and got in that news too. You know, we got Lonzo Ball, you know, the Boston Celtics wanted him. Now they're going to keep Marcus Smart because they lost out. Um you know, DeRozan, which which shocked me. I had no idea we were going after DeMar DeRozan. You know, sign a trade. And, you know, like, I'm just, right now, I'm still, like, shocked over here. I know we got these new guys coming in, and I know what their track record was. But just being a fan for so long since the Jordan era, like, I'm never excited for free agency because I know we ain't going to get nobody. Ain't nobody coming to Chicago. Like, we got Zach Levine because of a Jimmy Butler trade. That just worked out. But like I said, man, big ups, dude. Like it's a new day for being a Bulls fan. Um, and, and I'm just excited. We still, I don't think we're done. We still got Lori marketing. We got to figure out what to do with that. But, you know, we're going to get more into this free agency overall. There's it been a lot of stuff happening. But I'm just so shocked. Outside of the Lakers, we right there at the top of the heap with the news and, and for positives. So shout out to my Bulls as a diehard. Um, get your popcorn ready. Uh, we finally we 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 we're gonna make some noise. Let's get it. Uh, guru. Uh, well, let me just say uh, I'm I'm happy for the Ball family. Um, I've always uh, liked Lavar. I, I always laugh when people have always knocked him for trying to, you know, promote his kids. All I've ever seen my whole life is people in the suburbs, people in the projects promoting their kids. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, mm -hmm. but for some reason, but, but for some reason, it's always been a negative with him. And, and yeah, if the media takes it over the top, well, whose fault is that? Um, look at, uh, the kid from uh, the jets, his, uh, quarterback there, his, his mother has been on, uh, 
social media going nuts. And, uh, you know, but we don't see that negativity um, played up the way it is uh, uh, with, with LeVar. Um, I'm, I'm a little, you know, hesitant to, to go crazy. I did like the DeMar Rosen move, the Rosen move. Um, I think that was a sneaky good move. Um, I, the one thing a lot of people have brought up is the fact that, you know, the um, Pelicans just let the ball kid walk out the door. And, you know, the kid that they got replacing him, he's all right. I think he's a better shooter than him, but um, that was a little bit curious. But, you know, I believe Rich Paul, he's part, I think he's, I think he's part of Clutch um, um, now. Is, yeah, Clutch Sports. Um, I think he said something about he was going to get <laughs> XYZ million and uh, he got it. So uh, kudos to Chicago. They got to make the playoffs now, you know, so the pressure is going to be on. So we'll see. Um, I don't like to coach. You know, I never did. I think if that's Billy Donovan, if I'm memory serves me correct, he's a terrible coach. He was terrible with OKC with Westbrook and them. He let them run over him. He was pretty good at Providence, but that was college. That That's the one thing, you know, look out, Bull fans. Watch, let's see what he does with all these egos and personalities. He's, uh, like I said, I, I watch, I, I have a little Big East ties. Used to do some reporting in that in that conference and um you know um i'm not a big fan of his that, i thought he was with florida too billy Don. oh yeah he did he's he, one he, of those championship teams with florida. he won both he, 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 he did that was his he won providence he's won well well he's done well on a college level i i said that in my initial statement my thing is i don't think he's a good pro coach you know when you can control everything he comes from the rick rick patino school and that's, you know, although Rick had tremendous success in, in college, you know, he, you know, he's had average success in the NBA. Uh, and so, and, and, and Billy Donovan, same thing. But let me move on from that. Um, as far as, uh, you know, I want to give uh, uh, Rob Palinka some credit, you know, because, uh, you know, I didn't think he did a great job last year with the free agency in terms of, uh, you know, surrounding LeBron with the, type of player that usually, you know, he likes to be surrounded with. And the, and then one of the things I, I looked at last year is, you know, it's old saying, you know, uh, water will always seek its level. And uh, Wes Matthews Jr., I, never, I didn't really see a lot of him last year. And then, you know, I looked, you know, up his stats and everything, and I noticed his three-point shooting was in the, you know, mid, I think the mid-30s. And then I was like, why would I think Milwaukee give him up if he was any good? And he wasn't. He was terrible last year. And so this year, they did a lot of good things in terms of, I, I hear a lot of people saying they got old people, but, you know, you need veteran. Um, and, and, and that's obviously, that, that's a lot of, you know, the influence of LeBron and, and his, and his uh, you know, guidance. But they got some good young players, too. The Nun kid is a real good player. Steal for Miami, okay? I know Miami got, uh, you know, uh, the kid from uh, Toronto, but uh, – Man, that that he I saw him play a couple of times against the Lakers this year, and he played very good. Um, so uh, we're gonna see what he does, and then um, the 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 kid from uh, Charlotte, you know, uh, Monk, who uh, I know Nick fans really wanted him when he was coming out of the draft, and then I didn't even realize that he had some sort of drug issue, which kept him out one year, and then last year he kind of had a resurgence, and then obviously we were able to keep our own uh, um, Thornton Tucker which was uh, definitely, you know, a lot of people thought we were going to lose him. Um, and then the negative in terms of 
a lot of people were saying we lost defense. We lose no damn defense. People don't even understand. First of all, Caruso, who we lost, is a terrible defender. Okay, he's a good help defender. He can't guard on the ball to save his life. And as far as uh, what's his name is concerned, oh God, he Kuzma, Kuzma. I, I am so I would have drove. I would have drove from New York to L.A. And I don't even like driving from New York to to uh, you know South Carolina, which was like 14 hours. I don't know how many hours, but I would have drove his drove all the way over there to get his ass out of town. But that man, his head was so screwed on the wrong places, you know, worried about social media. And that's one of the things you have to deal with when you're dealing with young players. You know, a lot of these guys, their head is not really where it needs to be. And some of them will learn. And that's why you got a guy like, uh, you know, a Bazemore who took less money to play with the Lakers because he knows what it's all about. First of all, when you play with LeBron James, he's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of you monetarily, whether it's buy suits or whatever. He's going to do everything that he's supposed to because that's how classy he is. And so you don't have to worry about that stuff if you're like taking a, a you know, a mid-range exception or things like that. Because LeBron got it like that. Okay. And, you know, let me ask, let me speaking about my man LeBron. First, you know, you know, to get uh, in the NBA $1 billion in, in salary first ever. So, uh, you know, one of my goals has always been since I retired, I said, you know, what do you want to do? It's not a lot of stuff that I really want to do. Um, I don't really want to work a job. I would probably never. I, I do want to try to help some kids in terms of, you know, maybe not coaching basketball, but teaching shooting, because that was always my strong point. But the one thing I said I wanted to do is I wanted to be a, a quarter of a millionaire. I said I wanted to reach that pinnacle. Okay. And, um, it may sound, you know, silly or whatever, but that's just something I said I wanted to do. I wanted to reach that status in life. And just to see LeBron, a billionaire, a brother, a black man. Oh man, it just, it, it makes me feel, you know, like, you know, some of the things that I've always strived at in terms of teaching my kids, educate yourself, go to college, be smart with your money. You know, don't always do what your homies is doing. Those are the things, those are leadership qualities. So, uh, you know, that, that impresses me. So uh, I really, um, you know, that's, that's something that, that just, you know, really touches me in some ways. And there's one other person I wanted to mention. Uh, let me see who it was uh, as far as uh, just doing the positive things. I know we're going to do the, uh, the Olympics, so I'll save that for a little later. But uh, I got LeBron, I got uh, Linka. And I got, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's about it. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'll go with that. So, uh, thank you. We can't hear you, Dennis. Uh, my, all right. My, <clears throat> my first certified player, I'm going to give it to KD for his performance last night. Uh, you know, a lot of y'all didn't get to watch the Olympics, but he came up big last night. Um, led the Olympic team to a win past Spain. Um, my next certified player, I was given the Czar. I don't know how the fuck he wished for all that shit and it came true for the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> but God damn it, or whatever number you think about tonight, I need it. Just let you know that, all right? This is how, 
Don't know how the hell that happened. This motherfucker said, oh, yeah, I want Lonzo Ball. And then got him. And he said, man, it'd be nice if we get the Rosen. Then he got him. I said, what the <laughs> fuck? How the fuck this motherfucker just know he's going to get all these people? What the fuck? <laughs> Appreciate and, uh, it, man. Appreciate and, it. And, and my last certified player is the Trey Young for cashing in and getting that goddamn shmoney. Goddamn shmoney. Shmoney. Or like Snoop said, Monty. 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 I got one more. You got the max. Go ahead. Anybody else got any more certified? You got one, Sharon? Yeah, I got one. Um, my other certified player is Carmelo Anthony. Um, who signed with the Lakers on a one-year deal. I'm just glad that he's been given a chance to um, still play. But I've always wanted to see him in the Laker uniform. I've been, I've been waiting on him to play for the Lakers for more than three years. Um, but, you know, it, but way back when he left Denver, before he went to um, New York, I wanted him to go to L.A. then, I remember. So shout out to Carmelo Anthony. Um, I hope he just balls balls the hell out. And um, and I'm shout out to Derrick Rose for re-signing with the Dicks. I was not really feeling him going back to Chicago, believe it or not. I think he needs to stay there and do what he's doing. And I like the relationships that he's built with the young players on that team. They need his veteran leadership. So I'm glad he's staying there. That's it. I guess it's time to get in. You know, you know what? No, no, no. Let's let's run. Let's let's hear these questions, Ryan. Um, let's get these questions. We didn't get to the questions last week. So let's get these questions. Uh, now now Chuck Thomas said is Jimmy Butler worth fifty million dollars? Yes. Uh, maybe. Uh, Jonathan said, "Yeah, leadership is necessary, but the whole damn, but the whole damn team." Yeah, I understand what he. What's he talking about? Uh, well, Guru said, "You know, you need veteran leadership, but he's telling you, you don't need the whole damn team of veteran." <laughs> uh, well, 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 he, well, 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 he's right, and the whole damn team isn't veterans, <laughs> so he's right. Thank you. <laughs> well, sub three of them. Four. Uh, Damon, Damon, uh, I thought they only Chuck, had three that Chuck, was under Buck, 30. Buck Flair called you Damon Kuzma. <laughs> and the Lakers are like a used car dealership. Uh, uh, OG was surprised that the Bulls got um, DeMar DeRozan. June said the Bulls look good. LeVar Ball is the man. You're 100% right, Guru. And AB said the Bulls still going 10 and 72. <laughs> he might be right. <laughs> no. no way. Yeah. Right. yeah, no, no way. All right, let's mm -hmm. hear it, Ryan. All right, number one. Do you think the ref was cheating for the Bucks in the finals? No. There's, there's that one questionable referee, but I don't believe he was cheating. I just think... It, him and him and Chris Paul got a, a situation. That's what they that's what it looked like. It it just not that it was not that was not calling a lot of fouls. And it was fouls. I mean, it went both ways though. Right. Like, I can't I can't really sit here and say, damn, the refs blew that joint. 
Like, I've seen some refs blow some shit, but I can't say that about this final. What That's the only thing I'm saying. I can't say that. Now, that one referee that's questionable with Chris Paul, yeah, he questionable. Maybe he had a couple questionable calls, but it went both ways. It I mean, did. You still, you still got to play the game. Like, I, on this point, I don't really agree with the ref situation on this point. Now, there's been some other I games I don't and situations. I, I, the referees was a little bit too much, but not on this one. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I, I didn't see, you know, I watched it, watched the whole series, really. And um, I didn't see them favoring one side versus the other. They missed, they missed some call. They blew some calls on both sides. Yeah. And I don't think it was heavily in the favor of either team. So, no, I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe that guy, that particular guy, impacted the game the way some people are alleging that he did. And it's not like they played with just one ref on the court. They uh, did have others. So, uh, yeah. I tend. I tend to agree with you, uh, Ron. Um, the ref's name is Scott Foster. Um, I think mm. the people who who really had a problem with it is the fact that he already had ref the game in the finals. Mm-hmm. Okay. He ref the game in the finals. And then the NBA chose to bring him back for another game. And at that time, Chris Paul was 0-12 with him as the referee. And then subsequently 0-13 with him as the referee. The NBA had no business whatsoever allowing him to ref that next game. That was the only point. Whether you're saying calls always go both ways. I mean, right. that's that's basketball. We all know that. That's right. that's nothing new. The point was the integrity of the game by allowing him to be anywhere near that game when he had already wrecked the game in the finals. That was the issue. And that was okay. the issue most people brought up. Not the mm-hmm. fact that he had, and, and, if, and even in that game, that was in question, he did make two or three bad calls that people pointed out one of which was overturned by replay. Right. So let's mm, just he be factual about it. Mm. Thank you. Well, well if, he, if Chris Paul's 0-13, well, shit, he better play better next time. Yeah, well, that, that, thanks to the yeah. NBA, that, that, that had, well, to be, it had to be a point. But, you know, that's, that's well, the point you made. I, I happen – well, thanks for pointing that out, Guru, because I haven't forgotten all about that, to be honest with you. Um, so thanks for pointing that out. I still don't believe that to answer Ron's question that the game was fixed or that they cheated to help Milwaukee win. That was the question. So my answer is still no. But when it comes to having a hint of impropriety, you're absolutely right. The NBA had no business having him anywhere near that game. That's the only he point. shouldn't. You, he shouldn't you, even been you. a spectator. He shouldn't even been there. Period. Just don't even be in the building. Because I'm <laughs> and I'm I'm being facetious. I don't really mean that part. I but the point is, facetious. but the but the, yeah, but the point is, but the point is, no, they should not have had him repping that game. They really I shouldn't. Would, I, I will. Oh, y'all. I I just feel like every time Chris Paul see that man, that well, my bad, the referee. It it don't it don't favor in Chris Paul. How, um, His psyche has to be yeah. affected. It it like uh, well, it's it's that. Oh, that. That I don't know about that. But man, I don't know about that. You ain't buying the psyche thing. With this man calling your game, oh and thirteen. This well, man, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not buying the psyche thing. I, 
but I don't. One, I, I do agree with Guru. He shouldn't have been there. Right. I Let agree me just with say that. One story. Let me just say one story. I remember, you know, I was refing. Uh, not actually not refing. Excuse me. I never ref. Uh, only in like you know, like practices and stuff like that. But I remember one time we were in a Nike championship game. You know, my daughter was about twelve years old, and uh, you know, this was for all New York City Nike, which was one of the biggest tournaments. You know, I played in. You know, coached in a lot of big tournaments here in New York City, and that was one of them. Nike, Rose Classic, those were the big ones in New York City. And I remember uh, one of the referees was my boy, Ponch. Now, me and Ponch, we had a, uh, a love-hate relationship, let's say. Uh, but Ponch, you know, you know, we go way back. And one thing I loved about Ponch as a referee is that he would always teach the kids. Like, if, if my daughter was doing something wrong, he would tell her what she was doing wrong, you know, before she, like, did a three seconds. Because part of basketball on that level is teaching. So that being said, in that Nike tournament, uh, we were getting killed on the foul calls. So <laughs> I, I'm just going to be candid. I remember all of a sudden it started changing. Because <laughs> Punch was, he was calling a lot of calls in our favor. <laughs> and, and, and after the game, he, I asked, I said, Punch, what, what happened? He said, hey, the mother bleepers was calling everything get you. I had to even up the score. <laughs> and I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that as long as I live. And me and Punch, from that day on, and we won that championship. You know, I ain't ashamed to say it because it was two against one. But from that day on, Punch was my man, 100 grand. I love that man to this day because he saw what we saw. And I'm just telling you, ref, my only point of making this point is just to tell you that referees is human. They very human. They very human. So when I say psyche, things of that nature, let me tell you something, man. I ref, I, I coached enough games to know. I remember I used to get something. I got thrown out of a couple of my daughter's high school games because people hated me that much. Before, wow. before the game, oh, they, I had one tech before the game started. We're going to get, hey, uh, we getting out, we getting him out of here. So, hey, that's just the way it is, man. I, I just keeping it real. But, you know, you, you, everybody's entitled to their opinion. It's a great show. and, and But I, I had to share that. Punch, thank you for that division. Well, it wasn't division. That was a Nike championship. Nike championship. I remember that. Uh, and uh, there's one, another one that goes in the guru's, uh, you know, uh, chest down there in the, in the back room somewhere. But thank you. Number two, do you think anyone that plot well, do you think anyone in the NBA that flop need to get fined and suspended? And what I mean by this, like, you get fines all the time for flopping. And I think you need to get suspended when you get so many fines. But that, that is the rule. They, after you get a certain amount of fines, it can step its way, but it, it just hasn't happened yet. But I believe that is a rule. It escalates. What do you think, Sharon? Well, um, when they flop and it's caught in the game, they get a tech. If they catch it in the post-game video reviews, then it's uh, a fine. And... I'm I'm happy with the way the rules are. I don't think they need to be changed. Okay. What do you think? They're, I mean, they're getting texts and fines now, so um, I don't know about the suspensions. Yeah, they 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 only gonna do suspensions if it was a 
a Metal World piece or something like that that was doing, you know, uh, right. so yep. somebody that's been pissing off referees. Maybe a Luka Donald you get it. Because he's been pissing referees off lately. So. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Zara? Uh, yeah, whatever it is. I mean, whatever it is. I mean, <laughs> again, that's just, that's just the nature of this NBA today. It's a cupcake league. And they, every, you know, it's, it's just the nature of the game. I mean, I guess they're trying to stop it. I mean, sure, they get suspend them. Or they won't. I mean, I don't know if that's going to stop it, but sure, why not? Okay. Number three. What team you think coming out of the NFC West this year in the NFL? So you're, you're asking who's going to win the division? Yes. Well, it, it won't be the Colts now, I don't think. <laughs> I, I, I thought wait, it was the NFC West. NFC West. Oh, okay. Well, all right. NFC West. That's Arizona, San Francisco, the Rams, and Seattle. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I said it was going to be um, the Cardinals. But I don't know. My my first my first England is the Cardinals. Anybody else? I got the Cardinals as well. I got the Cardinals. I I finna throw out a wild card. I got the 49ers. It ain't no wild card. A lot of people picking the 49ers. Well, I did pick the 49ers about three weeks ago. But I've changed my mind since. I got them coming in dead last. I got the 49ers coming back because all they starters back healthy. They still got Jimmy G, though. Hey, they could say. um, Easily the worst quarterback in that division by far. We don't know. But I mean, that's cool. I'd rather play him than Jimmy G, but. That don't mean he's real raw. Out of all the quarterbacks, I like him, but he's the rawest of those quarterbacks, meaning, like, it may take him some time. Well, the reason I changed my mind, you all have heard me say how I feel about their training staff, and their training staff is horrible, and they didn't fire him. I told right. – I, I said after last season and the season before, they should have gotten a whole new set. They didn't. So – that's what made me change my mind because they're going to this. I don't wish injuries on anybody, but I don't forecast them staying he- any healthier this year than they did the last two seasons. Okay. I, I think uh, the, well, the training staff situation, um, I know why they didn't fire him because a lot of their players got injured on the same field. A lot of their players got injured in MetLife Stadium. Not both season. years, though. Not both seasons. No, not, not both seasons, but last <laughs> year. A lot of players got injured in MetLife Stadium. Okay, so yeah, but I don't think it had to do with the stadium necessarily oh, for right. all so those. They were saying they were saying that they, they not for them. all those injuries. They hate that stadium. A, a few, but not all of them. I'm just talking about the ones that got injured in MetLife Stadium. They but, all said but, that they need to fix that stadium. But you know how many be true. players been playing on that 
Yeah, yeah but, but last year, last year, a last year, disproportionate players tore their ACLs and, and, and injuries that were very severe, or whether the Jets was hosting or whether the Giants was hosting. Right. So there was something to that. Um, you know, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, hey, Stephen A, it's a duck. It ain't a bleeping mongoose. I mean, it is what it is. And, you know, um, when your career is on the line and, you know, you feel something is not right and, and those players, they play on that field. So they have the right to say whether they thought the field was maintained properly or not. And, you know, you know, the statistics bear it out that, um, you know, there were several players, I mean, week to week, back to back, belly to belly, who, you know, got severely injured on that field. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. I mean, um, did it, was it totally, you know, the Giants or whoever's fault? Uh, I'm not sure, but, but it, it, it did happen. And, and they, they did bellyache about it a lot last year. That's for sure. Well, yeah, well, but I, but it wasn't only San Francisco players that were bellyaching about it. That's what my point is. I'm just right. talking about the 49ers and in terms of their strength and conditioning team staff and the horrible job that they've done over the past two seasons. And people weren't talking about that in 2019, but 2020 they were about about Giant Stadium or whatever. That's fine. I agree. I'm not, I'm not disputing that at all, but I'm just saying – they did not get rid of that staff. They have the same people there, minus maybe one or two um, insignificant ones. And so I changed my mind. So you think they should have got rid of the staff? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the if you look at what has happened, I'm not the only person that feels this way. I've talked to other people about this subject. And if you look at what has happened to their team over the if you just if you look at the past three seasons, it's been a trend. But starting in 2019, it was so obviously bad that you cannot notice this. I mean, every, the, the stars, the lesser stars, everybody's hurt. It was almost as bad as the, this, the Steelers were um, two years ago. But this has happened three years in a row for them. So that, that's the only thing that I'm looking at. I'm like, why, are, why haven't they got, changed up their training and conditioning team? Why haven't they made some adjustments? And they haven't. And so I don't know. I just I just question it. And no way in the world that all of these starters should be heard. All of these second streams should be heard. Three well, seasons only, in a row. There's only one reason why they didn't get rid of them, and that's because of Kyle Shanahan. And and I guess because of their management feeling that, you know, he knows what he's doing. I mean, people do give him this godly reputation and he's never won anything. So, you know, it starts at the top. So usually when you start, when you start attacking uh, assistant coaches and people that work underneath him, you know, that a lot of coaches don't like that to be done because that usually spells the be beginning of the end for the, the head coach. So that the only reason it hasn't happened is because of the respect and that Cal Shanahan has been able to, you know, ascertain, I guess at this point, and, you know, whether that's warranted or not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know enough about San Francisco. All I know is about the giant stadium situation, which uh, uh, Dennis alluded to, which I know to be factual. So, you know, I'm not talking about only San Francisco, but several teams that went in there last year um, complained about it. So, right. You know. Right. Yeah. I'm not disputing that at all. 
I hope they cleaned up that doggone stadium. Have you? Has anybody heard? Have they done any any, uh, any repairs? Have they I done anything now, to that's it? That's the crazy thing about it. I haven't heard nothing about it the year before, like Guru said. But last mm-hmm. year during COVID, it seemed to be a big thing for the ACLs and a lot of injuries. Right. And, right. And, and like I said, it wasn't until those San Francisco players said something that it actually caught my eye. And I was like, well, damn, they did play the Giants and the Jets there. So they, mm-hmm. they would know. There's well, something wrong with that stadium. Now, that was a stadium that had the Super Bowl posted just some years back. I think it was about maybe 10 years back. So mm-hmm. go ahead, Ryan. I got to say this, because I forgot what year the 49 faced um, Green Bay in Green Bay. And they were injured that year. I think it was like four years ago. The whole, the whole season, the 49ers, they went down like dominoes. Yeah. It so, could have been three or, three or four years ago. Right. So mm-hmm. it was like, maybe it just won no team. They just stay injured every other season. I mean, I just, oh. uh, oh. mm. Number okay. four, What's do you plan? think the Las Vegas Raiders will make it to the playoffs this year? They got a chance. They got a chance. A chance for what? They got a chance to make it to the playoffs. They got a running game and they got a defense. Um, a running game and I, a defense is enough for you to do it. And they and they have the Kansas City Chiefs number. So I can't do his voice, but I've been mimicking this for years. And every time I hear that word, and I'm going to do it again. Playoffs. Playoffs. I just hope. Well, Maurice Donovan just hope they can win a game. Because <laughs> they ain't going to no playoffs. San Diego will be second in that division, and the, the Chargers have a chance to make the playoffs. Probably so, one of the AFC. Now, here's the, now here's the thing, Zar. This is the biggest thing with, 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 uh, with John Gruden. I said this last year because I had to ask Buck Flair about it when we was doing the show. This is the biggest thing. He cannot win in December. He has a big problem winning in December. And it goes all the way back to him being with the Bucks. He has a big problem winning in December. And they're not the San Diego Chargers, they're the LA Chargers. Well, it happens every year. Last year, I think they were like five and two or something. And he always, just what you're saying, the second half of the season, well, I don't know if it's cold or, I mean, whatever it is, there's pressure. But I know it no. ain't a cold thing. He beat us. He beat us to go to That's school. what I'm saying. So no, it ain't a cold thing. They I just no, they don't have the team, let alone I don't think his he's the like I did we were talking about before him 20 years ago, you know, the stuff he did. Yeah, I don't think it's as relevant and the you know the X's and O's and the stuff that he does, I think it's a little outdated. And I don't believe in Derek Carr to win nine, you know, 10 get 10 in the AFC, you're gonna have to win 10, 11 games. Last year, the Dolphins didn't even make it. One of those two was it the Dolphins, and they won 10 games, and they make the playoffs. Yeah. No, and they're last, not going to make the year, playoffs. Last year, the Raiders beat the Jets because uh, Greg Williams decided he didn't want to be on the Jets no more, and he was looking for some future employment, so he let the Raiders win that game. Uh, I'm going to say this. The only good year the Raiders had is that 
I hate to bring this up, but David Carr got in. Yeah, that was a good year for them. That was the the best year for a long time for the Raiders. After that, they had not done that. Yes or no, Dennis? Uh, I mean, they did some things back in the early 2000s, but... I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking about... Uh, I'm talking about... They got a good history. He's talking about a recent... With this with this kind of core of players since Derek Carr been there, yeah. Since the head coach been there. Oh yeah, they haven't done that. They were four and twelve, seven and nine, and eight and eight. This is his fourth year. He ain't been over five hundred yet. This is year four. And I always say you give a coach three years to implement. He going into year four. They get his about a hundred million. Hey, don't blame me. Not gonna fire him. He got a hundred million. He's got a 10-year contract. Right. A 10-year contract? Guaranteed. Crazy. You gonna let them go? Crazy. I, I don't think the, I don't think they'll let him go, but but if he don't get to the playoffs this year, they're gonna have to move him somewhere else. They're gonna yeah. have to do something. So you tell me they'll be break that contract? That 10 no, no. Years? I said I said they're going to have to move him to oh. another capacity in a different role. He'll still oh. be with. The organization, the if they don't get to the playoffs this year, um, I don't see any way how he's going to remain the head coach. In my he'll opinion, be, be I mean that's, that. That I mean, sort of like what they did with uh, Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens, yeah. Okay, okay. I make that same analogy. Uh, I don't think Derek Carr is the problem. I'm just going to get that out the way. He ain't the solution. I don't think he's the problem though. I I can win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. So, with the Ravens, okay. with the, hold on, with the Ravens defense. No, I could win the Super Bowl with Derek Carr if he played for the Eagles the year we So, won. so Dennis, what the problem is, man? Uh, the, the, the problem, problem look like is that they don't. Uh, to me, they don't get the right wide receivers. The they don't draft well. So that's it. it. They okay. That's like, it. They don't get I, the I right wide receivers that. to count. They tried. Don't get me wrong. They tried. Because when they had Amari Cooper and uh. And my man uh Crabtree, who got his change took it, ain't been the same since. Um <laughs> when they got them two, it was cool, but then they got rid of both of them, so then they went out and they got uh A B. And then next thing you know, A B had all these brand new fucking problems. Mental so, health, feet, fighting the fucking GM. I ain't never seen no shit like this. So, I, ain't okay. say, I ain't never seen no shit like this. But wait, uh, but wait a minute. But wait, are you sure it's the wide receivers? Because his passer rating, Derek Carr's passer rating, 2018 was 93.9, 2019 is 100.8, and 2020 was 101.4. Right. That's not bad. It's not bad. So it's, it now he's he passing the ball to somebody. That that was not all uh, tight end play. But, so, but you cannot uh, – listen, this is not the early 2000s. You cannot win a championship with, with mediocre wide receivers. You need somebody – that's going to go but his passer rating is, tells otherwise that it's not the wide receivers. I think it is the wide receivers. You know what? I think it's the GM. Nah, the GM did a good job. No, I actually, I actually like, I actually like Mayock. Yeah, I like Mayock me. too. I think they, Mayock's doing they, a great job. Wait a they called him the guru. This no, is what I think, and I joked school. about this. Hey, Ryan, I joked <laughs> about this. So you know how Gruden is real hands-on, but I think he's old school. So they had the worst pick in the first round. 
And and a lot of people joke, and I actually I kind of felt the same way. We don't know, like in these war rooms, like who's doing what. Is is it equally equal to come to this decision between the coach and the GM? Right. People are saying if you if you look at Mayock, Gregory, Gruden, they're saying Gruden. They they agree, Gruden. You been you make the first pick because after that, the Raiders did have a solid draft. Now we'll see how it pans out. But on paper, like they took the safety we wanted in the second round, they jumped above us and they got that good safety. People okay. saying Gruden made that first pick, right? And yeah. I jumped in and did the rest right. and made some good picks. So I don't know if that was the agreement, but that's kind of how it looked to me. Well, that's what, I, that's what I, I said that I said that a couple of years ago. I said you could kind of tell, especially when he picked uh, Clinton Farrell. Yeah, the, the sometimes you can't agree on the yeah. player, and I've done that like just not on, obviously on a lower but level. You, but if you if you uh if y'all ever get a chance to go back and watch this hard knocks, I'm, I'm kind of a hard right. knock junkie. But no, no sometimes if you don't agree, then you like you're like okay, well you pick, and then I'll make the next pick. We can't right, agree here. It's easier that way. You ever get a chance to go back and watch the hard knocks with the Raiders on there? You mm-hmm. can see Mike Mayock's guys. He goes, he talks to his guys. He happy to see him. He, he didn't have that many conversations with the guys he didn't draft. Right. You can see that on that on that uh hard knocks. That's what made me really believe that okay, this is John Gruden making these first picks, and the rest of them Mike Mayock is cleaning up in the back end. But right, that's what I. But that's you, you, that's the you way do I realize you do realize that Gruden has power over Mayock. Yeah. Right. Gruden hired Mayock. Right. right. Hey, and and he's making more money. Yeah, Gruden, Gruden uh, hired Mayock. And which was I a great, this. which was a great hire, and that's one of the reasons why I said Mel Kiper should be hired. A I lot remember, of people said no. I'm like, All right. I remember this like it was yesterday because when he got hired, man, Dennis was talking about it. We were like, why you gonna get him? And you got all these people that in the NFL that got their experience. Yeah, but you, you gotta. They always say that the 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 GM head coach combination got to be like this. But if you talk to each other and you the build a relationship, it will be like that. Not everybody going to be like that. But see, Gruden and Mayock was already tight before Gruden even got the job. They was already tight. They've been tight since the early 2000s. Okay. That was, that was on that. So what's the next one? Is Jalen Ramsey a top corner in the NFL? Yeah, he number one. Number now, one. Why I said this, because the other day, I forgot why I was watching Sunshine ESPN. They were like, he top, well, no, nah, he number five corner in the NFL. I like, y'all lost, y'all there. Y'all lost, y'all mine. Y'all really lost it. I mean, he had a he had a minute when he got too arrogant in Jacksonville because he got that publicity and he started talking about every quarterback in the what? NFL. And then Jacksonville had a terrible season that next season after they had that, that run. Ain't, that ain't had to do with him. No, 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 no. Let me get no, no, no. Let me get to my point. But I'm saying so. Then he had a troubled year. Kind of he kind of was getting burnt a little bit. I mean, it was in his head. But what I'm saying is. At that point, that one year, one to two year moment before he went to the Rams, he kind of fell off a little bit, and people were then saying that. But now, he, fall off. he had he, a bad year in Jacksonville before he, he didn't left. Have a bad year. He did not have a no bad they, year. They, because, listen, yeah. they played well, more cover three than man coverage. I don't what care. messed him up? He started talking junk. In the right, that's what I'm saying. No, that did not mess him up. In my opinion, that's what happened. Time out. Time out. In my opinion, what football y'all are watching? 
NFL, the No Fun League. I'm just wondering, what are y'all watching? This dude has been a number one corner for a couple years. Not that year when they fell off when they were favorites. He did not have a good year. No, they fell off because they get quarterback played caught up. I'm not saying he's the reason they didn't win, but I'm saying they disappointed. He was running his mouth, and he didn't have an All Pro year that year. Listen, he's not. Who was that? 2019. That was 2000. I think it was even before that. I think. They went to the championship game, uh, whatever year it was, the year after that. He'd been in the league six years. Yeah. So it might have been the third year. So I think the rookie year, they was cool. I think it was the second year they blew up. And they beat in New England, I think, in the playoffs, or either they got to New England in the championship game. It wasn't, it wasn't his third year. It was the fourth year. It was the, the fourth, fourth year. I, I tell you, I don't know the year. What you so consider a down year. I don't consider it a down year. He's a corner. This is what's going to happen. Like, I got – I don't understand. Nah, but when you run in your mouth and you all in the news G- for not GQ football reasons. Him, he went to GQ magazine. They asked him questions. He said that Josh Allen was trash. He talked about everybody. Yeah. He, he talked, but his quarterback. He actually didn't I talk bad about, about Dak. He said <laughs> Dak was all right, I think. He didn't talk bad about Dak's the dude. Right. He talked about everybody but his quarterback. But we ain't heard. But after that happened and they fell off. He kept his mouth being shut. But every the whole, second. but the whole Jacksonville fell off. That's what I'm trying to say. Like his no, no, I know, I, I agree. The I, whole I get. Jack, like nobody Don't looked miss. at like okay to put it to you like this, Zar. Nobody looked at Yama and Gakwe the same no more. Nobody looked at Calais Campbell the same no more. Nobody is looking at uh the Bull Smith, the middle linebacker for Jacksonville. Nobody is looking at none of that defense the same no more after they did not make it to the championship game. I can say the same for Minnesota. Minnesota well, was another team that lost in the championship game. And then they went and got Kirk Cousins, and well, everybody know, said, well, we know. oh, they got the better quarterback. We know what with they that. should win it now. But nah. they didn't get the better quarterback no because he wasn't that guy. Right. They should yeah. have stayed with the quarterback they, they had. They had and saved the money. And you could have beef up yeah. the uh, defense the, and the offensive line. The year Zara talking about was 2017. But he has been... He's been stellar since. Yes. But he's but, he's been he's been stellar since though. I mean stellar. Yeah. I mean there's nobody there's nobody touching him. Talking shit or not, nobody's touching him right now. I like the, the guy in Green Bay is pretty close, but Ramsey is one. Who? Who Jair, what's his name or something? Mm-hmm. I like I him think, number two. I well, I don't think close. he's close. I think he's number two, but I don't think he's necessarily close, like breathing down his neck or anything. He's a really, he's a really good dude. He's, really I, good. I, he's I good. Jalen Ramsey up here and like yeah, a big old drop. No, nah, it ain't a big old drop. <laughs> yeah, a big old drop. No. Okay. I don't think it's a big drop because I think the guy that's trying to get traded from uh from uh, the Dolphins right now. He was up for defensive player of the year. Right. So I don't think it's a big old drop. I just think, you know. Uh, but even Jalen, even Buck Flair game. said it. Jalen been top top cornerback last three years. But exactly. The other day, he focused and got his shit together. The other day I seen that, I was like, these people really lost their mind. Well, no, they just had other cornerbacks that they felt as though was better. But like some people, some people see the game that's just crazy. than others. There's but, some people that got like right. Gilmore one. Right. Some people think Shad, still the best who been the, the top corner? The best corner, corner. In the no, but some people think that. that. 
that you just looked at, who been in the top corner? I got. I told you who I think the top corner. I said everybody look at the game differently. And there's some people out there that can talk to you and manipulate you and make you think certain people are better than what they are. But he got the stats. Ain't nobody throwing wow. over to well, his time. Time it really ain't about stats with corners, though. It's a little different. Like like Dennis said, it's how you. I look mean, why well, I said ain't nobody ain't no touchdown get those. Sometimes you don't get interceptions because they don't throw the ball your way. They don't that don't make you look bad because you only got. And that was happening with Patrick Dion Peterson sometimes. Was, Patrick Peterson was the man for a while. Right. Then he fell off. Mm. What's the next, My next question, question? What NFL team will have the best corners in the NFL this year? Denver Broncos. I'm still going with uh, the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, the Ravens have a couple, but, but y'all sleeping on them Patriots too. I hate to say it. Oh, that's my number I one defense. I just think Denver got better, a little bit better secondary. New England's gonna have a better overall defense though than Denver to me. I think he getting traded. That's why I ain't say him. Oh, Gilmore. Yeah, I think Gilmore getting traded. Mm. We was in it. We was in the rumors for a minute, but it didn't happen. It's still there. They might mess around and trade Gilmore for Xavier Howe. They were talking I about him it. for Gallup or Cooper. But I doubt it that do that. That would have helped both teams. That, My that, next, would, that would be the Patriot way. My next question. <laughs> what, what college coach needs to come to the NBA? None of them. Go. You talk about you said uh, in college, uh, what college. college coach should be coming to the NBA? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, no, no. I think the next guy, the guy is going to be Penny Hardaway. Um, he just recently uh, went out and hired Larry Brown as his assistant. So uh, mm -hmm. there was rumors that he was in line to get the uh, Orlando job. So I think Penny is that next college coach that's going to make that transition to the NBA. And I'm, I'm interested to see what he can do. You say Larry Brown. You mean the Larry Brown? D. Larry yeah, Brown. You're Larry Brown. My Larry Brown. Right. Coach Brown. Coach Brown? You're Larry Brown. Is part Larry of Brown that, at, at Memphis. Yes. I, I do have to admit, I, when I went Larry to Brown Memphis, that I Penny, love, I love Penny Larry Hardaway Brown. is the man in Memphis. I, I do have to admit that. There's kids out there that be like, yeah, I'm thinking about going to Memphis. Like, you know, I, I was at that Allen Iverson Classic game that was in Memphis, and it's a lot of people that they really want to go to Memphis, and I'd be like, oh. <coughs> Because it, Penny's there. That's it. He's a he's a damn good coach. But I just feel like I feel like certain college coaches need to stay in college because the college <laughs> players need them. That's why I say that. Uh, it's I not that it's, I don't. I it's it's, it's for for me for me. I don't. It's not that I don't think that they should go to the NBA because I don't think they can make it. I just think college players need good, strong, you know, caring basketball coaches that can really develop them and, you know, be there for them. Right. Now, there's one guy that I think that should leave. Um, Y'all might not agree with this because he already had what you his say? chance. In, there's one guy I think that should leave, but you might not agree with this because he already had his chance in the NBA, and that's Kyle Park. Hell no. <laughs> I think Terrible. He should, I think he should go. Terrible. 
But you know, it, well, you know how many like, years ago that was that he tried it the first time. That's that's yeah, so many years ago. I mean, he he's he's changed and he's developed and. Sure, I think, I think he should try recruiter. it again. He is not a great coach. But, but I think he needs he I think Memphis. he needs to stay there. He was at Memphis and then he went to um Kentucky. No, I thought he went somewhere else, then he went to Kentucky. Who Calipari? He did. He, he did. Calipari he did. was with UMass. UMass. No, he started at UMass. Right. He, uh, UMass. He, went a, he went to a uh an NBA team and then Memphis. he went back to Oh, Memphis. he went to the Nets. The Nets. Okay. So Kentucky. No, yeah. go ahead. I don't really think any should, but I mean, yeah, you know, you can name like Penny. I mean, even Jawan Howard, you know, player coaches that played in the league, you know, kid now, you know, that I can kind of see that those ex NBA players, you know, that can, that, you know, can bond with these players and they, they they're familiar, but I'm just going, I'm just going to go off great college coaches that I think, you know, not not all great college coaches have the personality to go up. So, like, I wouldn't say like like a Bayheim. I don't think he should go to the NBA, but he's a great college coach. But someone like Jay Wright for Villanova or Bill Self for Kansas. Those are like those are like people type. Like their their personalities are a little different than like a Calhoun who who recently I think just retired. But um, but like Bayheim was one when I was younger. I used to go to the pros and it was good. But as I got older, I, I can see why he hasn't. But if I was a C one, it would definitely be Jay Wright for Villanova or Bill Self. What about the um punt guy used to play for um San Antonio? Tony Parker. Yeah, he's he in Alabama now. You talking about uh? He ain't even at Alabama. Avery Johnson. Anymore. Oh, you talking about Avery Johnson? Yeah. He, ain't at he was at Alabama. Yeah, that was his last head coaching job at Alabama. Alabama. Right. He should have been. He should have been offered a role back in the NBA again. <laughs> I don't know. That's who I always think of when 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 the, the question comes up and everybody's screaming Mark Jackson. I'm screaming Avery Johnson all the time. Because so but they, I but thought, they blackmailed him too. I thought maybe he would have got the job in San Antonio first. Because he's he he learned and played the game with his head coach. He learned the game from him. Actually, he was on the Spurs, and then he went to the Warriors and flourished. And, you know, they, they used him the right way, and he had a really good year or two with the Warriors, and he went back to the Spurs, and they used him right as far as him as a player. I remember that because he left, balled out, and then went back. But um, I'm talking about just teaching coach, him the game. I don't, I don't know. Okay. What well, you think? Read it. Let me read these uh questions, these uh comments. Um, Buck Flair says Shaka Smart should be two as well as Jawan Howard. And then uh, Jonathan Benton said, I agree with Buck. Jawan Howard would do well. Buck Flair said Patrick Ewing was dissed in his opinion. He also said Dennis wants Calipari Pari in uh, Oklahoma, LOL. Jay Jones said Tom Izzo. Uh, Jonathan Benton said Jay Wright won't, won't leave his kingdom at Villanova. Uh, Buck Flair said Avery been a coach. Yes, we know, Buck. And then he called me Avery Mullen. 
And then he said, let Latrell Sprewell come back and coach. And I say no to that. Hell no. Why? Somebody choke his ass out. They're going to be fighting if they try. He'll be choking himself. Yeah, but those are those are all the comments. Go ahead, bro. Number eight. Do you think the Greek freak is a better basketball player than Kevin Durant since he has not taken a NBA team by himself to the finals and win it? Oh yeah, kill no. him by himself. No. <laughs> no. No, he's not better than Kevin Durant. He didn't take no team to an NBA championship right. by himself. Right. I messed up because I wrote this before I did my research. I know why you looking at me like that, Dylan. I didn't say nothing. They did no. go to the finals, but they did not win it. They went to the finals against the Miami Heat that year. But Whoa, 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 whoa. No, they did not. You want this back? Do you want the back? Do you want? No, no, no. He's talking about Milwaukee. You said the Heat. Yeah, he said. He's talking about oh, my bad. No, no, no. I thought you said Milwaukee. No, I got I said you. Oklahoma. In 2012, yeah, they went to the finals. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you got to say, Guru? You ain't said nothing. I'm, I'm starting to think that you think he was right, just, Guru. He was just waiting for his turn. That's I, I got to hear his answer. Uh, no, that's 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 a little convoluted, a little bit. But I'm a, oh. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna just support my man Ron and just leave it alone. No, no, uh-uh. I made this question just for you. <laughs> just for me. Yeah, just for you. You're the man, brother. I, I told you I was gonna get you. I told you. I told you I was gonna get you. I'm gonna serve it for you. You ready? <laughs> you ready? Well, the answer is no. If he ain't gonna tell you, I'll tell you. The answer is no. Mm-mm. <laughs> he's a great player, but he ain't better than KD. You don't think he's the great freak better than KD? No. no. Well, I, I would say this. I think right now he's shown himself to be a better leader than KD. That may be true. Um, is, Maybe. Is the skill set necessarily better than KD? No. Probably not because KD has got one of the great skill sets, but sometimes it's more than your skill set that leads you to win or lose a championship. So, you know, uh, right now, the Greek freak is feeling himself because, you know, he said, you know, people didn't do it his way and, you know, his way is the, the best way and he stayed with his team. But you know what? We'll find out next year because a lot of people feel the Nets was, was the team to beat. And then they got hurt. You can't say that two years in a row. If he no, comes out of the right. east, if he comes out of the east again, you know, KD got to shut the hell up. You know, uh, what Harden got to shut the hell up. So does uh, uh, you know, what's his name? Uh, Kyrie. Mighty Mouse, Mighty Mouse, I like to call him. You know, so. Kyrie. No, 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 man, Kyrie fool. Kyrie, <laughs> that's the real Davis. That's the real Mighty Mouse. I heard that but, name in a minute. Uh, this, this, yeah. you know, I, Isaiah, you know, they used to call him Mighty Mouse too. So there's a lot, there's a lot of Mighty Mouse out there. But Isaiah no, drafted David Stoudemire too with Toronto. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, you know, what happens in the future. Um, you know, I'm not a big KD fan. I like what he did so far in the Olympics uh after he got off to a terrible start. 
Um, so let's see, let's see him, you know, get the Olympics home because the, the Americans should should win the championship. They got the best talent. There's no way that they should they shouldn't win and, and take home the gold. But uh, it's going to be interesting, man. It's, it's really going to be interesting. Um, I, I do think that Giannis doesn't. He was playing on a tremendously high level, so I got to give him that because I've never been a big Giannis fan. I always thought he had flaws in his game. But he was playing on a some level in those finals, and I gotta get I gotta give him credit, man. I gotta give him credit. You know, I've never seen KD ever uh, take a team on his back the way he did. Right. No, I, yeah. I, I've never seen him do that. And that all I try to say, Giannis put the team on his back and was like, "Give me the ball. I got this. I'm finna take us to the finish line." KD never did that in Oklahoma. You ain't you ain't lying. You ain't lying. He, never he always did that. he always got this issue about well, should he lead or or should he you know be the man and you know Giannis was the man. You know, <laughs> give him credit. I got to I got to give him credit on that level. Is he a better all around player? Um, and, and another thing, you know, I, I I thought Giannis was a little bit lacking in terms of you know wanting to check KD. Uh, why he let Middleton do yeah. that, yeah. but you know what? You know, right now, to the victors go to spoils. So Giannis, he dancing in the streets, talk about family. You know, his family is more important. Blah, 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 blah. He got a beautiful wife, you know, beautiful child. So, hey, man, right now, he's he's riding high, man. I ain't taking nothing away from him. But, time, it, you know, one thing I know, this NBA season is going to turn. It's, gonna, it's coming real quick. It's not the fastest turnaround the bubble was. But, man, before we know it, man, I'm going to have to, you know, decide if I want to get that Sunday ticket excuse me, not the NBA league pass, or if I want to go the, 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 the you know, the, the new wave, so to speak. Okay. So we'll see. Go the new wave. It's only $9 a month. We got you over here playing on anywhere. What are you doing, baby? That, 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 red listen, zone. Zar was, was over. He was hating at first. He ain't believe it. Hating what, in the baby for so long. Hey. Uh, I, I, I believe, uh, you know, you know, KD is the better all-around talent. Most definitely, no, no. Um, but with the things that Giannis did, (laughs) I gotta read this comment. Hold on, on. yeah, I was trying to read it, but oh my bad, that's all right. The things that Giannis did this year was was uh unbelievable. I didn't think that they was gonna do it this year. I thought Milwaukee was dead in the water, like they was just gonna be a. It was gonna be like Toronto before they got Kawhi Leonard. It was always going to be relevant in the season. So you think that they were going to be like right here? Yeah, like the Toronto was. Toronto was the number one seed like two years in a row, I think it was. Three years. But they ain't never make it. They ain't never make it to the finals. Right. And they they coach one coach of the year and got fired the same year. That's just to let you know. But uh, yeah, you go to the last. Let's get, let's, uh, let's get the last question out so we can read these comments. Sure. Hey, NFL team, give Chad Johnson a chance. They're a chance to, to what? Be a motivator because of the uh, because of the uh, assault on the on his ex wife. Um, the supposed assault. I didn't. See wait a minute. Before. How many people in trouble that um in the NFL bu- right that, now? That head bun of the ex wife. I don't know. <laughs> But what I said, a lot of people got in trouble, and they still is in the NFL. Yeah, but like we just like we said, you can't put everything in one basket. It depends on what trouble it is. Wait a minute, 
the coach owner was drinking and driving, right? Okay. Wait a I don't mean nothing else, though. What you call DUI and hitting a woman? The wide receiver oh, Stallworth, he, he to play for the Saints and the Eagles and the Patriots. You see what happened to Ray Rice? Well, uh, what I said Dante is, Stallworth, not Dante, Dante. Yeah, Dante Stallworth. He right. was drink, he was drink driving to kill somebody. Right. And they suspended he, his license and his ass was still playing football. Okay. So why don't somebody give this man a chance? He's not asking for a bit money. They don't believe that he deserved to play in the league no more. And See, one of his that, best friends is Roger Cadell. That's See, the, now let that sink in. They man to teach wide receivers. Yes or no? Maybe so. I mean, I'm not sure. No, he don't deserve nothing. I'm not saying he don't deserve it, but he ain't gonna get it. I ain't gonna say he doesn't deserve it, but right. I'm just saying he ain't gonna get it. I just said give the man a chance. He cannot help nothing. He he is a good teacher. That ain't what they thinking about. They saying what can he help? He he didn't have something oh, he, he did. Good he brought the distractions to the so team. So if you're a GM of Atlanta, you taking him? Yes, I will. Okay. But I'm okay. Well, if that's the case, why don't they just hire him on the coaching staff? Why does he have to be hired? Why does he have to be hired as a player? But he hey, nobody I said in the NFL. I did not yeah. say well in the NFL. I don't think he's good enough to play in the NFL no more. Well, then hire him on the hire him on the coaching staff. Right. Des Brian is still way better than him right now, and he's having a hard time. I, look, I don't care who does it than who. Better than not my right question. now. I don't think Des Bryant was ever better than Ocho Cinco. That, no. That's not my question. My okay. question was give this man a chance in the NFL. That was my question. Does he want to coach? Yes. He wants to coach. Yes. The man, I don't know that. You don't know the man that, said, man. basically, the man said, look. Oh, I just want a place to live and a car. That's it. That's all he asking for. He's not asking for no $50 million, a place to live. You just put him in an apartment and a car. It's, it's called Madden, Zard. I mean, Guru. It ain't called NFL 2K. It's called Madden. Oh, Madden. <laughs> Well then, what then? Well then, what then? What he needs to go ahead and develop relationships with the coaches and and interview when these positions are over, over open, just like anybody else. Well, I'm now what I'm not. What I'm not right, and what I'm not going to say is because he is Ocho Cinco that he deserves to just be given a job. Right. No, I'm not so, but he does. He does have a job as a radio say that. Person. A ratings adjuster in the um or, or whatever yeah. they call it in, in the NFL when this uh what you call it Maddie? Yeah. He was on he was on um first take last week. Um and, and he was he was really happy in terms of you know his job and his responsibility of showing these wide receivers why they didn't get uh uh whatever a ninety-nine rating or whatever. So he's doing pretty yeah. good with that. I mean I'm I, just I, going I'm know. just going by I'm just answering based upon what Ron said that he All said right. he wanna coach. Good. So this I'm saying what, if he wants to coach, then he needs to go go after the job just like anybody else does. Trying to get said, in the a, couple, a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Well, you know, he'd be all over it, the place. But I don't think anybody is keeping him from being a coach. Has right. he applied? 
because I, I truly believe in the interview. Dion. I mean, if you know, Sanders and asked to be a coach, Dion will let him be a coach. Because oh, sure I looked at if Adam Jakes or all coaches got hair or job. With two teams, he got the right complexion for the for Wait a minute, with two teams, you tell me he better thinking wise better than Ted. He got the right complexion for the connection. Okay, you got to remember, you got to remember, offensive coordinators get love off of a one glorious season. I keep telling you this. Adam Gates will get another job before Rex Ryan will. Okay, Rex Ryan has done more as a head coach. Than Adam Gates has ever done. All right, say that again. But also, but Rex Ryan has failed a couple of different places too. He only failed in two he, places. Okay, well, Where Adam to... Gates hasn't succeeded nowhere. Nowhere. True. So, so which one you go? He ain't succeeded nowhere. 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 We both. Talk about, hey, Guru, I got one for you. We both coached for the Jets, and I took the Jets to the biggest <laughs> shit they ever seen in the last time they've been there. Let that sink in for a minute. Nowhere. I, I, I took the that. Jets to two AFC championship games with a quarterback named Butt Fumble. Let that sink in. But people tell me I can't coach. Then what the fuck was I doing? And I was playing checkers? But then what, <laughs> what happened when you went to Buffalo, though? It, it was, it's Buffalo. Like... What's, up? What's supposed to happen in Buffalo? <laughs> when last they, time they... you said you're going to Buffalo? Well, they just came up a pretty successful season. They, right. They? So it's Buffalo. Well, well, it's, I'm telling you, it's one of, but okay, besides well, Josh Allen, who well, I don't think great, to do this. Hold on, hold on, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Why don't you go into your alter, 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 ego, alter ego and do a because uh, 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 I haven't even seen, I haven't seen him in a while. He might have got fired from ESPN, your boy. So I don't know. He, he you know, he gets himself. Oh, he only come around on football season. That's all. Oh, he'll be back. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see because because most of those guys they they year round and they somehow they get on the uh, you know. The gravy train, some way or another. So the bottom line is, let's see. Why don't you do your alter ego, just like you do your your uh your man in uh, Philadelphia? You might want to do a Rex Ryan impersonation because you know I, I'd like to I'd like to ask him about those toes with his wife, if you if you don't mind. I don't know nothing about that. No, anyway, let's get back to the question. No, let me just say this. It's Buffalo. Let me, let me break this down to you for you, go Guru. It's Buffalo, right? Buffalo ain't had a good quarterback since Jim Kelly. To Josh Allen. That's about 23 years. I'm going to put around for somewhere around that 20, 23 years. I don't have the exact numbers. Don't nobody from Buffalo come attacking me. Just listen to what I'm saying. The next time you make the playoffs is because of a quarterback I recruited from Baltimore who went to Virginia Tech. That's the one that took you to the playoffs. But yet, again, I can't coach. That's that's what I keep saying. I can't coach. But Ryan ain't a coach. He's a defensive coordinator. But what the same I, guy took the Jets to the AFC Championship game. They ain't been to the AFC Championship game since they had Joe Willie Namath. But what I said, I can't coach. But what I said, I can't this, be a coach in the NFL. Then man, that's what people are saying. I think that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard, Guru. As I'm just telling, and you live in New York City. That's the dumbest I shit I've ever heard. Oh, he went to Buffalo, he failed. Well, who the fuck succeeded in Buffalo? Besides, besides uh, the guy that took him to four AM, NFC championship, AFC championship games. Who the hell succeeded before then? Nobody. Buffalo was recorded with fucking coaches went to die. 
Just, it just is what it is. I just, the bottom line, he's got to put the work in. If he wants to be want to coach, he got to go after it. Nobody's keeping him from coaching. And that is that all the questions? No, I got two it's, more. It's, it's Nine thirty-three. All right, we I'll got like five next, subjects to go. Next week. You had I told you I got 11, player. I'll be. All right, well, go ahead. We didn't get to them last time. All right. We what? Can, we can get to these lists next week. What NBA yeah, team got better? What NBA team got better in the free agent so far? That's an easy ass question, but I'll let I'll let them I'll let them two answer since they're here. Three. Oh, my fault. Them two. Let them three answer. Them two. Yeah, let them three answer. Why don't you answer? How about that? And ain't my team. <laughs> that, you, still, you still know the answer. Mm-hmm. Y'all got it. It's y'all question. This question was Sports, dude. Well, Miami got a little better. You know, Kyle Lowry, that's a good move. Obviously, my Lakers got better. And I think the Bulls got better. But like I said, I just don't believe in the coach. And ultimately, the coach will have a say-so on whether the team is successful or not. And if they don't go to the playoffs, something, you know, somebody's going to have to answer for that because Chicago certainly upgraded their talent. Yeah, I think the Lakers got better. Chicago got better. Miami got better. I don't believe that um, – I think Portland took a step, huge step back so far. And so has Detroit, but Detroit was already garbage, but they're even more garbage. They just added another layer of garbage on top of the garbage. So they haven't improved. And then, um, and where, where did Andre go? Drumming. Oh, uh, the seven and seven. Yeah. I, I, yeah. They definitely did not get better with his addition. Um, <clears throat> but I'm really excited about Chicago. I think even more so than uh, the Lakers, even though the Lakers is my team, I believe Chicago's in a greater position. In, in other words, Chicago got more better or improved more than late the Lakers did. You get what I'm saying? Well, I'm not saying I thought, that you, I thought you were about to say more better blues, girl. Their aggression was better from the free agency so far. Okay. My my next question. Is the Lakers the team to come out of the West since they got Russell Westbrook and Dwight Howard? L.A. Westbrook. And Melo. Let Melo all out. Yeah. So is they the team to beat in the West? Yeah, they're the team to beat. They're the team to beat so far, but you always got to keep that eye out on Golden State Warriors, though. What? I will. I will never sleep on the Warriors. Not right now. Not as long as Stephen and and Clay and Dre are there. I'm not gonna sleep on the Warriors. I got the Nuggets. No, I'm, not I'm not. I'm not worried about the Nuggets at all. Mm-mm. Say that again. I'm sorry. Sports school. You got it. What's your thoughts on on who? No, I I already said. I said that. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm very happy with the Lakers. 
I look at the shooting percentages of a lot of these guys, uh, even a guy like Bazemore, who I didn't even think was a really good three-point shooter, he shot over 40% from three. And last year, like I said, uh, the kid, what's his name? Um, he, I looked at his shooting percentage, and, and he didn't shoot that well, and then he didn't shoot that well during the season, Wes Matthews Jr. And, you know, a lot of times, you, you know, the water will seek its level. Uh, the kid Ellington is like a 42, 44% shooter from downtown. I mean, you know, that's all LeBron James needs is guys to hit open shots. Uh, the kid Monk, who's always been, you know, I thought he was really good out of Kentucky. I was really waiting for him to really take off. And then all of a sudden, you know, like I said, he had some sort of drug issue. I don't know if, I don't, I'm not sure why he missed almost a year, it seemed. So, you know, that's another outstanding pickup. So the Lakers just, you know, and, and, and my biggest thing was, you know, Howard in terms of, you know, the low post defense that he, um, the rim protection that he provides because, you know, AD doesn't necessarily want to play, you know, exclusively at the five. So that's a, a big position. And, and then, uh, you know, I heard some fools saying that Kuzma and the other clown, no, well, he's not a clown. I, I, I like, uh, what's his name? Caruso. I'm, I'm sad to see him go because he was he was a player who I like. I just like his style. Okay, I, I like the fact that in, in the bubble he missed his sister's wedding to go and play in the bubble. That's how dedicated he was. So you always want cats like him, but he's not a good defensive player. He was a good help defender. He got a lot of steals, but he couldn't guard his man one on one. That's a fact. I watched it. I know it. I know basketball to that level. And and you know, like I said, he's a good glue player. He was, you know, he's a, you know, and he, and he wasn't, I'm, I was surprised to see that he shot 40% from three because he couldn't last year at times, he couldn't buy a three pointer. So I think I saw somewhere that he must, I, I find that number to be a little high for him. I have to, you know, double check on that, but no, they, they, they improved on defense. And also another thing they did, they got dogs. They got dogs, you know, the kid, what's his name? He's a dog. LeBron James, the Bazemore is a dog. Uh, the other kid, the cat from what you call him, who they um, got for the second time, he's a dog. That's that's what I like about a lot of those moves. And that, you know, and the fact, huh? Ariza, Ariza, thank you. Oh, he's a oh dog. dog. They, you know, well, that's all right. You know, the, you know, you might have a dog in Lonzo, okay? Because to, to let him walk out of the, the team, um, basically with no compensation, a second round pick, tells you they didn't want him and it wasn't because of his father so be careful you know like I said and nobody really wanted what's his name um DeRozan either DeRozan couldn't even find a home the Lakers he, he begged to come to the Lakers Lakers said no thanks because he's he's, he's one of those he shot 20 I think he shot 21 percent from three killing point. me man he shot 21 percent from three-point range, look it you, up. You're dead wrong about DeRozan. No, I, I like Lakers DeRozan. ain't got no money to pay him even a I, third I, I of like his DeRozan, salary. but I'm just telling you, there's a flip side to why people didn't want him. The man can't shoot from three. Well, let He's the a season guard. play. I know you think the Lakers is going to go 74 and eight. We're going to let the no, season I don't, come I don't out. That. We're that's, you, what that's, you talking, that's you talking silly. And I'm going to remember all that, this but, talk. But I like I like what I see. Lakers also, made all the great best moves. I'm gonna, are we going to wait and see? They made, they made some good moves. They made some good moves. They, they combined youth with some experience. And usually experience does win championships because a lot of times these young cats are not ready to make those sacrifices. You know, see. I can't think of the cat, cat two years ago. He gave up like 50 million. His wife probably shot him in the head at some point 
just to try to get a, a run for a championship. I'm trying to think who the, who that cat was, but but the, that's what veterans do sometimes. They will sacrifice. No, so they chasing about, not, a ring is what they do. Well, that that's part that's part of life. Yeah, chasing those rings. A lot of them lose. That's because that that's what, uh, when you've made the money, when you've made the money, that's what you all you you want to be about. You want to be about that ring because you know you know it, it's only so much money you can have in the bank. You know when when you got money, when well, you don't see, have money, that's right different. Decision. When, when you don't chip, have money, hey, that's hey, different. Hey, it's chip or bust. So yeah, it's either chip or bust. So we'll see what happens. Well, that's what they said about new. That's what they said about Brooklyn, and they, I guess they bust last year, right? Yeah, they bust. L.A. L.A. Chip or bust. Hey, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Chip or bust again this year. Oh, I think Brooklyn will make it to the playoffs, but after that, on. If you look at the odds, it's easily supposed to be Brooklyn and L.A. is based on odds right now. But we seen. I don't. I don't personally think is is hundred percent L.A. But we seen. I believe L.A. got a fighting chance though, but I don't. Believe it was 100% LA. Oh, no, I don't think they're going to win the title. I'm just saying, but it's no, Chip I mean, or Bust. coming out the West. I ain't talking oh, about the West. I don't like this team. I don't like the pieces they – I don't like Westbrook. I mean, we talked about it. Sharon warmed up to it. She said, which is fine. You know, she looked into it. She said they had a conversation. All I do – again, it's just me. Like, not hating because, you know, you know, we've seen super teams. Some look good. Some of the right pieces – I just think that Westbrook's not a good fit. Then they're hiring all these old veterans. And we'll just see how it falls. You know, I mean, we can keep talking about it, but what we're going to see at some point. That's why we got a show. Yeah, no, no, I love it. No, I love it. No, I mean, that's why I'm here. But I'm saying, but we can keep talking, but we're going to see. I I don't, I don't, usually there's times because I don't want the Lakers. Lakers win a lot. You know, obviously I give them their props and I don't like seeing them win. And usually I'm like, ah, damn, here we go. I don't have that feeling in my bones where I'm like hella scared and like they just gonna go. I don't feel great. I, I, I feel better this year because I don't really like all of what they've done. I don't think it's gonna work that great. So that's what I'm saying. When usually I'm like, damn, here they go, Lakers again. Well, I'm about to do well, things. Well, so here's, 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 a, here's a reason why I, I warmed up to the idea of Westbrook being there because of things that happened not only before, but if you look at these stats, I think um, Dennis might have mentioned some of this. Carmelo shoots 40.9% from the three. Trevor Ariza shoots 35% from the three. Kent Bazemore, 408 from the three. Wayne Ellington, 42.2 from the three. Malik Monk, 40.1% from the three. So those dudes right there are going to be critical for spacing. They're going to space the floor, and that way A.D., LeBron, and Russell can do their work. They can go to work because they're going to be spacing the floor because Russ can shoot. And that's what I said before, you know, earlier in the, in the day. I said, well, yeah, this is cool, but we need they need shooters. That's what I was saying. I, they need some shooters. So now they got some shooters. So what they need, what they need now are two players, at least two, that can play that are great on both sides of the ball. You gotta have at least two players that are good on both sides of the ball. If you're gonna have all these shooters, 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 and then you got all these other players that are just superstars, but they're old, you yeah, need some okay. you, you, you you need what I'm saying, they have they have a couple spaces left, I think. Or are they done? 
I think they I think they have oh, room for two more players. Well, they got they, a couple of more spaces. They, they, the yeah, one I think thing they, they have, have room for two more players. So they well, need to it needs to be a player that can that's pretty good on both sides of the ball. That's all I'm saying. The, the one shoe that didn't drop, Sharon, is the Schroeder because remember he turned down I believe a hundred million and right. he's still he's still not signed. Right, he's not. Well, I don't think I don't. I don't think they're going to try to sign him. No, they I can't. know, but they, they but the, but they, what they want to do is get a, a sign and trade. Right. Okay. So, right. So that, that but they whoever take... they get to come needs to be somebody that can play some defense. Two way player. Yeah, they they need a two. They need a they need two two way players. You got to have at least one, but I say at least two. If I, you're hoping to. I'll settle for Buddy Hill, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's oh, what I wanted. If they can get Buddy Hill, that's if a hell we of a get, move. If we get Buddy Hill, we're coming out the West, and that's it. If y'all get, get the Bohemian, I might have to agree if with we you. Get Buddy his Hill, name been popping up for y'all. That will be the best move to me if y'all get Buddy Hill. <laughs> they get Buddy the Bohemian? Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah, the I'm, a, I'm a big Buddy fan. Yeah. But the last three days, his name been popping up. But Sacramento yeah, don't need Schroeder though. But no, but that's why you need a three way. Oh, okay. That's why you need to sign and trade, right? Mm -hmm. so. Because so for whatever reason, I don't know why. I guess because of that cat that they signed this year, who played pretty good uh, uh, for for Sacramento. Uh, what's his name? He he played very well. That for some reason they don't want Buddy Hill. They they want to get rid of talking about the rookie uh the rookie that they drafted was right good. yeah right and then they have the other cat so they have De'Aaron Aaron Fox right so so really Buddy Hill's expendable mm -hmm. and and he and you know he's got uh, I think he makes pretty good money so that's why Sacramento you know they don't they don't really want to you know spend that much they don't want to keep does. the reason they don't want to keep Buddy is about money it's not about him they but value right, but him but they don't want they it's the money they want to get rid of. Right, it's the money, but they also want to make money. The guy that they got, he he played both sides of the ball. He that that actually pretty right. That that's another reason they don't think Buddy plays defense. And I think he would be the best shooter on your team if you got him. In my opinion, Buddy, yeah, Buddy, he's a he's a marksman. But the ball to me, right? But he can't. He's not. He's not perfect. He don't play no defense. No, 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 no. He's not perfect. Not perfect. But I'm just saying, you don't need perfect. <laughs> but I'm saying that would be That's a hell true. of a pickup. I, I don't know how much defense Ray Allen played either. <laughs> to be honest, uh, with you. Ray Allen played defense. when he was in his prime. He hustled. He tried to play. He went to the When he played with when he played with LeBron, he wasn't in his when, prime. When he was past when he, when, 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 he, when he was when he was with the Bucks in Seattle, he he played um. He played yeah, good but, defense. Yeah. He was he was a baller. He was a baller. Prime in Miami. He was just a he was a three point specialist with Miami. Absolutely. Right. But, but before oh, that, he played that. Same yeah, so we, ass. So we only got thirteen minutes. So what what, what, what we gonna do, boss? What we gonna do, boss? I think, Olympics, uh, I think we should do Olympics? this Olympic moment. Yeah, that's what I think. I think we should do this Olympic moment. We'll save the list for next week. Okay. All right. Man, so. Uh, you know, Ron, what's your Olympic moment, Ron? When Vince Carter dunked over the seven footer, I I lost my mind. I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, that's where it went. That's okay. I was you wondering where your mind was at. Oh, what? But anyway, when he did that, that took that team over. I mean, they were already they had Kobe. The late great Kobe Bryant that had 
so many Hall of Famers on that team, but he just took that team to the next level. Who was that, Dream Team 2? No. That was a 2000 team. That's right. Oh, Dream Team 2 was 96. You're right. Man, that had Kobe Bryant. That had Kevin Garnett, Vince Carter. Did Iverson play? Iverson played number four. Right. Carmelo. Is that the year that had Carmelo? Carmelo? Come on. My bad. I can't admit. It. That's 2000 and maybe four okay. if he was on that team. Well, the year Vince Carter did. That. I know Carmelo was on 08. <laughs> uh, what you got, Guru? Oh, uh, what was the question? Olympic, your favorite Olympic moment in history. I, I like I like the moment when the um, I guess I don't know when uh LeBron and them, which Shevsky came back. And they they reclaimed the NBA dominance against uh, Spain, I believe it was. I think I really I enjoyed that. I, I like that team. I, I like the fact I, I Shashevsky, who's not a perfect coach. A lot of people try to act like he's perfect, but he's not. But he but I, I like the resiliency that he has as a coach. And I and I think he also was one of the guys who did it best in terms of being a good college coach and also being able to to deal with the NBA player. So I have a lot of respect for for. Um, for Coach K on that level. And I think he really did a good job with that team that, um, you know, Kobe, who I've never been a big Kobe fan, although I, I you know, when he when he died, it really touched me to the point where, you know, I, I, I was almost distraught um, in terms of my, my emotions. Um, but Kobe, you know, was able to hit some big shots in that, that final game, that closeout game with a gold medal. And I love the way that Kobe took over in, in that spot. You know, a lot of people think he, he played, you know, big time. No, he really didn't. But in that big spot, he did show why people love him. The Black Mamba, all the different adjectives they have to describe him. Um, and um, he really did come up big in terms of being able to go for the juggler. Because that's that's what Kobe was about. Kobe had that mentality. Well, more, Kobe, he wasn't a perfect player by any stretch of the imagination. But he had a mentality. He had a mentality that makes him one of the greatest players of all time. And I respect him for that. And and he's he's so missed. Because you know, he 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 even even his life wasn't perfect. What he did with his mother, um, and, and Jelly Bean with the, the house, you know, I, I think that was reprehensible. Um, and you know, obviously he was very upset that his parents didn't, you know, accept, you know, his you know, Mexican wife. But, you know, in and obviously what he did in, in Colorado wasn't cool either. But he he but what he did with his child and how he showed that redemption and how he grew as a, a person, because we all are entitled to make mistakes. We all are entitled to grow as human beings. And I did, I think he did that so grace, graceful. And I, and I love that um, part of him. And the fact that his second part of his life was gonna even be even better than his first part. Obviously he won the, I believe, uh, I don't know if it was Academy Award, but uh, yeah, I think he did. And um, so I, I, I remember that and I, and I, and I, you know, like I said, I, you know, you have to, you have to learn. Um, the one thing I just wanted to say, cause um, Ron had mentioned it um, about the young man um, with the NBA in terms of uh, what, what, the, uh, you know, he did in terms of, uh, you know, uh, what's the name, Adam Silver. Um, I, I got so much respect for Adam Silver for bringing his parents up there and, and showing um, that love that they showed him. Uh, excuse me. I said Terrence Clark. 
Yes, Terrence Clark. But the one thing I wanted to mention about that that I didn't get to mention that I think is very important. Um, you know, all, you know, everything was beautiful and, and sad and all that. But the one thing that Terrence did do that we have to mention is he, he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. And it's so important. You know, I remember Bobby Phils of, uh, you know, the Hornets also died in a, in, a, in a car accident. Terrence, the guy he hit, um, and I say he hit because Terrence went through a red light. Okay. And he crashed into him. The other guy didn't, he, nothing happened to him. He was fine. But Terrence wasn't wearing that seatbelt. And unfortunately, that might have been the difference of him, you know, being able to spare his life. So, you know, it's, it's really sad that a young man, 19 years old, that had so much promise, left us so early. And uh, like I said, kudos to, to Adam Silver and the boys. Um, the NBA, sometimes, you know, we, we could be hard on, on my favorite sport, that is. But, you know, great job, you know, what they did with his mother and his sister and everything. But yes, young people, wear that seatbelt. I tell, tell the same thing to any my children or anybody, wear that seatbelt. And also, you know, hey, like I said, he did run that red light. So unfortunately, um, that that's 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 a sad part of it. You know, you gotta you gotta be under control, you know, to you know, to you know, you have get nice little automobile, you know, obviously, you know, was getting ready to go into another part of his life that was unbelievable. But you know, those are things that we just have to take into consideration as well. So, you know, may he rest in peace and this is not to, to trash him in any way, but to learn from him, to learn from him, you know, and, um, and then that's, uh, like I said, kudos to Adam Silver. God bless him. So what you guys are? All right, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's change the mood a little bit and uh, let's go to the greatest Olympic moat. That man, that bobsled, I'm just playing with y'all. I was going to say cool runnings. Uh, come on, come on, bro. It's the dream team. Minus Isaiah. Come on, it's the it's the Barcelona. The greatest team assembled in the world of basketball, period, or any team in any sport. You have Magic, Jordan, and Bird. Come on, man. The 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 people, the three faces of the league. You know, just just you know, it's the first time that's ever happened. You know, college wasn't getting it done. We lost to Russia. You know, that controversial, you know, when we don't want to accept that medal. Like, you know, it was a lot of bull. Like, these cats weren't getting it done. And, you know, why that sucks as the country that we, you know, represent, if they don't lose, we don't get that dream team. Or if there is no animosity, we don't get the that history is not made. So, in a sense, I'm kind of glad that they did lose because I, I got to see the GOAT play with, you know, the, the other, you know, dudes right behind him, you know, Magic and Bird, who, you know, the same era, my favorite era of basketball. And I got to watch history and watch them put on a clinic, never came close to losing. Like these, some of these other teams we would put out here from the professional standpoint. And uh, yeah, man, it was, it was just a beautiful thing. And so they got a great documentary on it. It's just the most heralded thing I've ever seen, you know, for, especially in an Olympic standpoint. So by far, the dream team. All right, chocolate girl. Well, I I couldn't choose between three. I'm like stuck on three uh, different ones, but um, I will I will say that the most overblown over Olympic moment to me is with the hot when the hockey team won. I get so sick of hearing about that doggone game. I don't know what to do. 
But every list I see, they always put that as number one. And I'm sorry, I I, I just can't do it. I just can't. But that's not on my list. My t- my top, my tie for three, number one is the dream team. Um, because you will never have a team assembled like that again. All of them were Hall of Famers. Every one of them. The only one that wasn't was the college kid, so he doesn't count. All of them. Yep, and all of them. I mean, they won by an average of 44 points across eight games. It's phenomenal. You're not going to see that again. But then I had to tie that with two that really meant something for me, especially as a woman. One was when uh, way back when Nadia Comaneci got her perfect 10 on the – I think it was a the balance beam, the I'm sorry, the uneven bars. That was phenomenal. I was a young girl, I was a little girl, and watching this little pint-sized girl get a perfect 10 and go home with two gold medals. Um in 19, I think it was 1976. Yeah, 76 in Montreal. It was just amazing. That's when the first time I really got into the Olympics. And the second time, second, the third one was when Flojo won. I, I love Flojo. She was just everything. And she won um she won gold and silver and let me see and set the world record 10.62 seconds, which was just recently broken by a tenth of a, a hundredth of a point. But um that um record lasted ever since 1988. Nobody was able to break it until this year. And so you got the Dream Team, you got Nadia, you got Flojo. I just can't pick which one between those three. But but I have to mention, like it or not, that the greatest Olympic performance ever in the history of the Olympics to me is still Michael Phelps winning eight gold medals, medals in one Olympics. You won't see that again either. And that's in swimming. The way that he did, he broke the 1972 record from Mark Spitz, it, it, and it was amazing. So I just can't, I can't pick one out of those. I'm sorry. I just can't pick which one is better. Maybe if I had to, it would probably be Flojo, though. Well, since you took mine, could you tell the story about the guy from your hometown? I took yours. What, yeah, what? I was going to say Michael Phelps. That was what I was going to say, but you took that one right, right from me. So oh well, you can you can still say it. Ain't nothing to say. You know but that's the great. I mean, that's that's, that's the greatest single. That's the greatest single sporting feat on the history of the earth and the history of Olympics ever. It's just it just is. He won nine gold and two silver in London, and Rio. I mean, he wanted you to tell the story about the guy from your hometown, though. Okay, so the guy from my hometown, everybody is Edwin. C. Moses. Edwin C. Moses is a track star and, a, and an expert at, at the 400 meter hurdle, hurdles. He won 107 straight finals victories in that sport. 107 is a record, right? And he went and he won gold in two um, consecutive Olympics for that sport as well. He changed the game because back when he was competing, everybody was only interested in the 100, the 200, the four four by four relays. They were interested in speed. Nobody was watching the hurdles or caring about the hurdles. 
but he changed the game. He actually brought that sport, that that race, into prominence, and now people watch it. So for them to um, finally, after all these years, this year was the fastest 400 meter 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 hurdles race ever. And so they interviewed him and talked about that. He was like, that's great because he's the one that started it all. And to me, he's probably one of the most overlooked and unrecognized greatest athletes ever. No one mentions him, but Edwin C. Moses was one of the greatest athletes of all time. I didn't, uh, only other thing that I was going to say was the was the Michael Johnson. You know, I was more obsessed with him winning the gold medal with the gold sneakers on. You know, that was just like, I was like, God damn, and he got gold sneakers too? That was what I was more obsessed with. But um, other than that, we do have the... Did everybody go? Yeah, they go. Yeah, they go. Right. Them shoes were bright gold too. Yeah. Other than that, we do have to wrap the show up. Um, again, Ron, you got any last words? Uh, thank you to the fans. Sharon, because y'all, y'all, we will not be doing this. Sharon, you got any last words? Yeah, thank you guys for um, a great show tonight. It's always good to be on with you folks um, talking sports. It's always a lot of fun. Just glad to be here. Um. You know, I just appreciate the, the fans and the engagement and the comments. Keep that coming because um, we do want y'all to talk to us and we want to talk back because that's why it's called Talk Your Ish Tuesday. So great show. Great show. Uh, just, yeah, I just, I guess, echo what Sharon said. I mean, tremendous show. Uh, love the fans out there, the Buck Flares of the world and Duke Bellingtons and the rest of the boys, uh, you know, they make it really worth our while. Keep supporting us. And, uh, hey, man, you know, everybody on the panel, man, from uh, from uh, you, you, Dennis, and uh, obviously, you know, my man Zara over there. You know, everybody did a great job. Appreciate it. You too. Appreciate you, man. Zara, Appreciate everybody on the panel. We growing as a family. Uh, you know, we, you know, we, we, we have our, you know, we keep it positive. Even we have our, our rants. It, it's always all love and the chemistry's fire, and I appreciate everybody for watching. Hey, Dennis. Dennis, can I say one last thing? I'm going to leave all y'all with this one verse, this one message. Speak what you seek until you see what you said. Just think about that. Speak what you seek until you see what you said. That's it. All right. God bless. Good night.